0: never heard of. Hey everybody, welcome to the Common Folk Podcast with Ben, Morgan, and Andy.
1: Welcome to the Common Folk Podcast.
2: Look at your new hat. Sorry, I gotta say
1: that. Oh, I got one. Can you see it on the camera?
0: Uh turn around a little bit. Look right there. Give him a thumbs up. Hey. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> the merch. <laughs>
1: we got to get this um, podcast on uh, YouTube.
0: Well, yeah. I, How are we, we going to do that? We need to get more. Well, we, I got a lot of the video content. Yeah, for sure. Just need to get it to our But new like we want to go live.
2: Person. Isn't that a little Ooh. freaky?
1: I think we'll eventually we'll get there Yeah, where we get the camera set up the way we want. We'll just stream yeah. it.
0: I actually have a meeting set up with a guy that does this quite often uh, live stream? Nice. Oh, podcast. like he, like his that's one equipment of equipment yeah, or that's his gig. That's his gig. So, Cal yeah. Video Productions.
1: We're gonna have to rely on uh, Elon and his internet out here.
2: Oh, that's a little dicey though
1: out here. No, it's pretty pretty decent.
2: I mean, yeah, but sometimes your computer doesn't even work. Thank you. Go.
1: <laughs> Our dog is in the <sighs> in the studio today. and She's having a little bit of a gas problem apparently.
2: Because she was really sick last night and. It's, still, it's not. It's still, it's still in her. It's, ooh, <laughs> babe. It's so gross right now in yeah, here. Yeah, she's,
0: she's gross. Poor your dog. dog. Poor Millie. It's
1: <sighs> your dog. You picked her out.
2: You're the one that always has her with you. So I'm blaming you.
0: Here, well, let me get my coping mechanism. Get that started. Here we is. go. What
1: do you got? What are you drinking?
0: Uh, this is the seasonal from Nebraska Brewing Company. And no kidding, this is my favorite beer, Wick for Brains. It's a play on their pumpkin spice mm. ale.
2: So it tastes pumpkiny?
0: Yes, and it's not just... Oh, can I try? Their, uh, their claim to fame... Here this you go. isn't the pumpkin. Oh, one. no, I don't need... I haven't even had a drink yet. Well, I've I don't it. care,
2: but then you're going to have to drink after me.
0: Um, as long as you and Millie didn't share from the... <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, no, but they don't just use extract or like pumpkin uh, seasoning or flavoring. They actually use pumpkins when they brew this. Okay, ale. I and like it's, it. It's a very short window of time when you can get it, uh, and you know I like the guys at it. Nebraska For Brewing sure. Company, yep. you know, and they they support some of the stuff that I do on the News Channel Nebraska side. So yep. love to give back and, and support those guys as well. I so, got the yeah.
1: uh, the pills, Nebraska pills today. You've had that before. This is kind of like a go to, right? I mean, yeah. this is like a
0: yeah. That's that's Connor's, their marketing dude. Um, that's his go to. He he drinks that yeah. every day. That's He's good. not an alcoholic.
1: He just, oh, just drinks a High it. tolerance guy. Okay. You know?
2: But uh, <laughs> again, you tried to get their seltzers. They were out. Gosh, dang it. You,
0: when they deliver those out to supermarkets, you got to be right there because they come off the truck and they sell like that. I feel like they, they need
2: like like produce more.
1: It, like when...
0: Yeah, they do. It I mean, like
1: there's a lot of demand.
0: I think so. Okay. And it kind of goes back to a lot of the products and, you know, people and businesses we talk to and talk about uh, Nebraska folks and Midwest folks, they want to support local. Like it's, it's coming full mm-hmm. circle to that, yeah. You know, yeah, right.
1: One uh, other thing before we move forward on our last episode, we interviewed the guys from Certified Piedmontese. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you beef. said it right. Yeah, I did. I learned. I learned the uh, beef company. Those guys are doing some really cool stuff. Super interesting. Um, all kinds of things that I never expected. Yeah. Yep. But they were very generous and put out a code, and the code is farm focused F O C U S E D twenty five on their website. So if you use that, you get twenty five percent off that beef. We will be using our own code. Yeah. Did we
2: hear how long that
1: was good for? Uh, yeah. They said they're going to run it for a few weeks. Oh, good. Yep. Okay, yep. I didn't
2: hear that.
0: Yep. So okay. perfect timing for the holiday shopping, you know that type of deal. Yeah. And yeah, put together a box, you know, of a hundred bucks, get it for seventy five bucks, right? pick out all your favorites, you know. And they
2: said free shipping mm-hmm. over if 150.
1: Yeah. 150. Yeah. Yep. And uh super easy website to find, cpbeef.com. Go in there, build your cart, use farmfocused.com. There no, farmfocused25. 25. 25, yeah. You can go to farmfocused.com. <laughs> you can <laughs> get, as well get some merch there, same, there but, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh farmfocused25, so 25% off. <clears throat> um so appreciate those guys for that and appreciate having them so, uh moving on we so we've got Andy here mm-hmm. and one of one of one of Andy's many jobs is working for a company called n c n and I'll let him uh, elaborate on that a little bit but um we've got his buddy with him, and we were super interested in just broadcasting in general and how n c n kind of came about because yeah. Even like a few years ago, when you and I met and you started doing some stuff with NCN, I didn't really know who the company was or the organization was. I always knew of like these, um, you know, public television channels in Nebraska. Right. Right. But I didn't really understand what NCN was doing. And now, you know, fast forward a few years, I see it all over the place. Mm -hmm. So it's being grown like crazy. You guys are getting your hands in a lot of different things. So. All that stuff that I said, we got a lot of things to touch on. Uh, if you want to introduce our guest and if you want to uh, start digging into that.
0: So this is our sports content director, Brandon Axman, right?
1: Yes, yes. The
3: director of sports content and live events, if you want to get Ooh, exactly, exactly okay. you know. Okay.
0: And he's a professor now at the University of Nebraska at Lincoln, right?
3: That is true. My alma mater, they brought me back 10 years after graduation. I'm I training mean, the next generation. he looks like generation. a professor right now. And, and He's what do you like teach? Thai. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, so I teach broadcast performance. That was what they originally hired me for. So it's it's a class where, you know, when you're on camera, you're performing. You're, you know, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily natural. So, you know, we critique. We, you know, I basically pick apart these kids as on camera stand ups and anchoring. And I say, you know, hey, you're, you're, You're shaking a little bit, you know, that's distracting. Oh, your eyes are kind of shifting. You know, you really fine-tune their performance skills. And Mm. then when they graduate, ideally, they have a really good demo reel. A demo reel is basically like a resume um, for broadcasters where you go to an employer and you show them examples of your work. And so that is the purpose of that class. Um, I also teach them a a visual communications class as well um, where basically they get into groups and all semester long they work towards a semester project where they present um, where they basically, in essence, create a website that has all sorts of different types of interactive media. and uh, it's a story they work on all semester long. So yeah. three classes this fall. That's the rundown. This is my second year doing it. And um, I enjoy it. We've actually'
2: gonna say, do you like it?
3: I do. It's a lot of fun. it's It's like Andy, it's like doing a bunch of different things. So I'll do NCN stuff and then I'll get a, you know, teach for a day here or there, then I'll call a game. And so it keeps me doing different things which I enjoy. Um, and it's also, Part of the angle is we're hoping that we can meet some of the next best and brightest from, from the, the J school. That's what they call it at UNL. It's the College of Journalism and Mass Communications. And we sometimes get some people and then plug them into the News Channel Nebraska um, okay. situation. We get some some yeah. good talent out of there. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and I've heard his class usually boils down to watching footage of me like a past broadcast and saying, see that? Don't do that. Yes, that I was is, just gonna that say, it's a one eighty. I would yeah. have been
2: really good and you'd be like, don't do what she's doing. This like, isn't good. Like Ricky Bobby, what do you yeah. do with your hands? Get well, out. Well, and get I don't my know what to do. <laughs> what do I do with my hands? Do I put them here? Uh, do it, I do this? It's a
0: real thing. Like, and we've seen it where we, you know, interview kids like player of the game, and man, they just look like a deer in the headlights. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 just. Just talk to me. Focus on me. Like I'm asking you yep. easy questions. <laughs> no, it's it, it's different. You know, when that when that red light's blinking, the camera's on, it's it's a different world. I
2: totally remember it because I did DECA in high school. So we did a project and it was for children's hospital. Anyways, whatever. We had to mm-hmm. do a commercial a little bit. Yeah. I was the worst. The worst. <laughs> like we just kept having to redo it. I couldn't even remember a sentence. I was just Totally, yeah. that deer in the headlights—you yep. just freeze up. So, and look at you now. Oh, yeah. there's no camera <laughs> on the Common Folk podcast. I mean, kind of, but there's a camera. Eh? I know, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. So, I feel for those kids.
1: So, uh, Brandon, what you're saying is that um, journalism at a university is actually a real thing. Yes. Because when I was <laughs> when I went to school, all the journalism students, I was like, "Oh, come on!" They're like, "They're in and out of here. Get get out of here. You guys, just trying to." <laughs> get a check mark there, but this is a real thing.
3: It is a real thing, and, um, you know, the past five to ten years or so, it's become even more of a real thing. You know, when, when I was a senior um, was when we just joined the Big Ten, um, and when we joined the Big Ten, there's this thing called the Big Ten Network Student U, where, okay. you, where they would then basically, Big Ten would give every school a broadcast, you know, sort of pack where, you know, they would send the cameras, then you would do a little mini production, and, you know, someone like me, I would get an opportunity to announce a game for, you know, on the website, it wouldn't be on the Big Ten Network, but it would be on Big Ten Network's website. And so then it provided this opportunity for all these kids across, you know, the nation at these Big Ten schools to to call games, to get, you know, experience that you wouldn't normally otherwise get to then, you know, hopefully get a job. And so the sort of evolution of technology and now, how it's become easier to do a multi-camera setup or stream to provide provide these opportunities for students is um, something that To your point, lets people be broadcast journalists and actually get a degree where they get to actually apply the skills and then uh, graduate with something.
1: I feel like um, in general, you know, with social media, with YouTube, with all these streaming um, sites, uh, the access that people have to be able to put themselves out there is so different than Mm -hmm. what it was 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. um, That if someone wants to be serious about it, they really need to think about that because back when… When we were in college, I would have never thought, like, oh, I'm going to go sit. Like, if I if I was going to go take a journalism class, I would have thought, like, okay, I'm either going to be writing for a newspaper or I'm going to be sitting behind the Channel 6 news desk or something like that. You mm-hmm. know what I yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. And there's not very many people that get to do that. But where today, it's like, man, grab yourself a, a podcast recorder and a camera and a couple of people, and now all of a sudden, you can put yeah. real life stuff out there and mm-hmm. you better uh, be good at it because otherwise it's not gonna go anywhere.
3: Well, and to take that even a step further, high schools now have broadcast departments and mm-hmm. they're doing streams of their high school games. And while yes. like, like, no, it's not necessarily, you know, the, the highest quality you'll ever see. Like the fact that these kids are getting to put their hands on cameras and, and call games. Like we have someone who's like a freshman in high school who's Practicing for four years knowing that they want to be a broadcaster before getting to college where they're going to do four more years of you know, getting the experience to be a broadcaster when I didn't even know I wanted to be a broadcaster till I was like a j- junior in college. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's crazy now how, how much more opportunities are out there because of the technology and it's, it's only a good thing for the industry as a whole when you have kids – starting at such a a younger age, getting exposed and then Mm -hmm. learning and growing from it. Mm -hmm. For sure.
1: And in general, I like the idea of that there's so many more opportunities for people to get whatever that story is out, Mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, as the listener, only having a couple of different
0: avenues that I can hear these stories. And there's, uh, like you were saying, there's a lot of unique ways to go about it now. You can just launch your own YouTube channel. You can have your own podcast and turn it into plus a YouTube channel. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I think that's where, Brandon, I think it would be a cool story for you to run down. Like, News Channel Nebraska is its own very unique thing as well. I mean, it's a TV station, and our founder was buying radio stations left and right, but he was also buying actual television cable network channels. How does that all come together? Okay. (laughs) So I'm going to try to break
3: this down um, in a way that listeners can understand. And I have a very unique perspective where – I. The whole News Channel Nebraska genesis, um, I was kind of in at the ground floor of. People may or may not be familiar. You've probably heard his name, Mike Flood. Um, He is the owner of News Channel Nebraska. Um, And when I met him, he was running for governor. By all intents and purposes, he was going to be Nebraska's next governor. This was about eight years ago. Um, But he had to drop out of the governor's race. His wife um, had breast cancer. Um, Good news. Wife's okay. Everything's fine. But he made a decision to put family first. Um, He was the Republican candidate and um, dropped out. To, to take care of his family. And when he did that, he decided to go all in on broadcasting, which was actually um, a, a big hobby of his. He had already owned two stations up in Norfolk and he had for a long time. I think he bought them when he was in his mid-20s. So he's um, kind of a prodigy. He was very much a go-getter. Um, and when he decided to go all in on this broadcasting thing that he had, I met him about a month or two later. He had just purchased a station in Nebraska City, a radio station. I met him. I was two years out of college. I showed him my demo reel, which I had. And he basically said, you know, this is what we're going to do. I have this idea where I want to start a TV station. Um, we're going to start in Columbus. Then after we start in Columbus, you're going to go there. You're going to start this station and we're going to see what happens. And, and I'm, I, you know, I didn't even know who Mike Flood was at that point. I didn't know. like I didn't know he had just dropped out of the governor's race. I was looking for a job. I have a guy telling me I'm gonna run a station, and we're gonna—it's gonna be awesome. And I get to do sports, so I just said, "Sign me up, sure, whatever." Wow. Um, so what that turned into was me working in Nebraska City for four months before going to Columbus, where we we started a station. Which, when I say station, it was a website. There was no TV license um, connected to it. We were a website where we basically put stories on a website called Columbus News Team, and we did these multi-camera high school sports broadcasts that were online only. Um, A short time later, he bought a couple of licenses where basically we were over the air on an antenna in Columbus. So if you lived within 25 miles of Columbus, you could pick us up over the air. Then a few months later, he did the same thing in Norfolk. And then, you know, within a year, he had basically purchased four TV stations, Columbus, Beatrice, Norfolk, and Grand Island was about a year later. So if you lived in one of those four towns... You could pick us up on the antenna within 25 miles of those an- of those antennas or of those transmitters. So a very limited distribution, and all the while we are working very very hard. We're, we're you know we're putting out newscasts. We're covering several games a week. You know just kind of running around like chickens with our heads cut off, hoping that people are paying attention are paying attention to what we're doing and watching. And all the while, Mike was trying to get us better distribution, getting us he, the ultimate goal was to get us on Spectrum cable. You know where. Mm-hmm. You actually people are seeing you, right? You know, yeah. people are seeing you because it's a statewide um, cable provider, cable provider. But the whole time, like while while I'm, I'm kind of bouncing all around, but it was we were over the antenna. Mike's kind of working behind the scenes to get us on these cable providers. You know, maybe these smaller town cable providers might have picked us up here and there. But Spectrum was his big goal. Long story short, he had to go through a bunch of legal complications and battles, and two or three years later, we got statewide distribution on Spectrum, and that was probably four to five years ago, but things started falling like dominoes after we got on Spectrum. Since then, we've got on, we been on, put on DISH. Um, we've been put out on Aloe now, which is a local Nebraska company that's also statewide. So what started out as us just being on these antennas, and for two to three years, hoping people were watching, has turned into us being in over 500,000 homes On statewide providers and on Dish, and to your point, that's why people have started to notice who we are Mm -hmm. in the past two to three years. We our distribution has grown, Mm -hmm. and with our growth, we've also been able to do higher profile events to the sports side. We've done now state track. We do the state basketball playoffs up to the championship game. We do the six man um, football state championship. So, like with our growth, we were able to to create deals with these other partners and get these bigger, high profile games that people across the state care about and pay attention to and then people are now starting to recognize News Channel Nebraska for who we are and what we do so, so I you know hopefully you're still following yeah I but so yeah, was it always to.
2: just sports and then just like what were you covering
3: so so we do news also so okay. like so the the high the sports is kind of our bread and butter and um, what I, I don't want to say that and Mike would be mad if I said yeah, that because news yeah, is very, very important. It's yeah. his yeah. bread, yeah. Bread yeah. yeah. It's, so it's yeah. my bread and butter. Yes. <laughs> so we do the live high school sports, which is what makes us unique because no one else in really this the state does what we do to the the scale that we do it. You know, okay. there, there's public television that does the championships, and, and they do a great job, and they have resources, um, you know, that are really, really good for them. You know, we we are different from them in that we are doing you know three to four to six games a week. Um, every single week, as opposed to having two to three busy times throughout the year where we're really focusing on high school sports. So to that point, um what was the question again? i I'm, I'm talking about sports and
2: yeah, and just what else you guys yes. covered, even I, I when
0: it started, us, to- I consider us like Nebraska's own. Uh, yes. I don't want to say Fox News or CNN, but it's it's Nebraska's own news. So it's it's from border to border. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got guys out in Scottsbluff, we got guys down in Nebraska City, up in Norfolk, which I would consider our headquarters. Okay, and then down in Beatrice, we have offices. Omaha, we have offices. Lincoln. So, like, you're, you're getting news from all these different pockets across the state. So if you tune in for, the, like, the daybreak broadcast every morning, you're going to get a really good snapshot and breakdown of what's happening in your state, in Nebraska. Yes. And, of course, there's the, the national news is covered in there, too. Um, but it, it is so unique in that regard to where if you uh, – let's say you're from Lincoln and you get on a public station in Lincoln over the airwaves. You're just going to get the Lincoln news and then if something big happens here or there. News channel Nebraska every single morning. It is statewide. What's going on in Norfolk? Oh my God! What's going out in Cherry County? What's going on out there with the wind farms? And it's something where Mike Flood. I mean, he's a mad scientist. I mean, okay, and and, <laughs> and he's created this network through his radio stations and his TV stations where he has boots on the ground everywhere, reporting all the time. Uh, and that's why it's it's such a unique package as far as if you want an actual snapshot of good news of what's happening in your state what should matter to you you're not going to get it anywhere li- like you do at Newstown Nebraska.
2: So there's a lot of you on the ground?
0: Yes there's a lot of us. So
2: Andy so
3: he hit on <laughs>
0: something that yeah I need to explain a little bit better so
3: yeah so Mike owns we well Flood Communications now owns about 12 radio stations um In those locations. So there's two in Norfolk. There's one in Fairbury. There's one in Beatrice. We have five in the Tri-Cities. Sydney. Yeah, Sydney. Everywhere. Um, And so he bought these stations as radio stations that act and work independently as radio stations. But in each of these radio stations, he stations or he hires a TV reporter. And so you're based at the radio station, but... If you're the T V person at that radio station, you're going out and you're, you know, you're gathering content, you're doing stories in the community, mm-hmm. and then sending the, those stories over the internet back to Norfolk, so then that the Norfolk then they will put together a statewide newscast from all of the different reporters who are at all of our different radio stations. And then we have that's how we get all our news throughout okay, the Okay, you day. just
2: then compile it
3: yeah. and then push it all out. Gotcha. So like so to being the mad scientist, Mike was very forward thinking in saying well, you know, there's it's it's tough to get hyper local content in these small like there's not going to be a TV station that just sets up shop, you know, in in Sydney and can be fully operational and functional and you know make money and you know keep keep afloat. But Mike said, well, if I buy radio stations, but I leverage that and also create TV content, we could have a way to have hyper local content in all these different places across the state. I have distribution now where we can push it out to the entire state, and everyone in the state can sort of have a idea and a flavor. Of what's happening everywhere, which he he hoped would Brilliant. be um, appealing to viewers. So
1: the radio stations are they do they play NCN content as well?
3: Do they? So the radio stations <clears throat> do they play NCN content? I would say more NCN plays the radio stations content because the radio station will act as its own thing. But th- well, that's the other thing too. We have a system where all of our TV reporters and all of our radio reporters we put all of our stories throughout the day into this this system. And so the radio people can access this and then they could, it may be a radio story or it may be a TV story, but they can then make it their newscast where they use the script from the TV story and they they read that as a part of the Mm -hmm. newscast. Mm -hmm. So it's like a content sharing multimedia type of thing where everyone's using and sharing everyone's
0: stuff. And we talked about on our last broadcast out in Kearney, where as soon as you got done with that highlight package of Grand Island versus Kearney, which that's a big rivalry, two mm-hmm. Class A schools, right? Yeah. And it was a great game. Uh, the radio station Nebraska City couldn't wait to get that highlight package so they could throw it over their radio station mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. You know, people in Nebraska City or Johnson Brock, they want to know what's going on out there. You know, are those teams from Grand Island? Are they for real? Are they good this year? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And it works both ways. So people from Beatrice are tuning in. People from Norfolk are tuning in because they want to know. You know, if they're really good, we might see them in the playoffs or something like that. You know, it's it's kind of a, it's kind of neat how that all comes together, right. and it's something that's available now that maybe wasn't a few years ago.
3: And, and it's a forward thinking thing too, as I'm kind of talking about marketing. But so, like, I'll make a sports schedule, and you know, to Andy's point, Grand Island versus Kearney. News Channel Nebraska is our TV station, and we'll run promos and we'll push it out on News Channel Nebraska's Twitter handle, saying, "Hey, tune in for this game." But at the same time, we're we're pushing it out on TV. We also have three radio stations in the Tri-Cities, so it might be me getting on the morning show with Doug Duda, who's the sports guy in Kearney, and we cross-promote our TV game by talking on the radio station's morning sports show that, you know, so we're, we're getting more people because we're, we're, getting, we're using our own assets right. to further get our message out.
2: Yeah.
1: Are the uh, radio stations, just because I'm curious, are they, like, all the same, like, genre or, are they, or does he just he's just running around describing they're all, ones that are
3: yeah all different um i you know us 92 is up in norfolk it's country but then you have the vibe in carney which is like classic, classic T- rock classic rock petty okay you know it's it, they're all designed and specific to their community and, and what yep. works best for them
1: interesting so mm-hmm. how did
2: you get hooked up within NCM, no I don't
0: know. Once again, I have no idea how I it got here. It's just like a random
2: hire, like this dude over uh, here. I was
0: I was running around. Those those were the Agzyme days. Yep. So I was running around from farm to farm up in northeast Nebraska. Okay. Uh, um, and my Mike Flood caught caught wind of that, and he, uh, I think he wanted he wanted to meet with me and see if I wanted to sell advertising too. Oh. Um, and that's that's what I thought he wanted to meet with. So okay. we had a great. I, I went to Norfolk. I met with them. We talked. You know, had a great conversation for about forty-five minutes to an hour. And at the end of it, he didn't say anything. Like he didn't say <laughs> if he wanted. He didn't tell me. You know, the purpose of the conversation. You know, I'm like, I left it kind of baffled. I guess.
2: Uh, oh, and you didn't ask.
0: No, I, I'm just like, hey, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you want to talk to me. You know, whatever. Great, dude. Um, well, then he called me a day later, and he said, hey. You're, you grew up on a farm. You grew up on a ranch. Yeah, yeah. I got this new TV station going and I need an ag reporter. Like, oh, I don't know anything about journalism. <laughs> he goes, Oh, we got a summit coming up. Just go to that, see if you can figure it out. If it doesn't work, no big deal. Whatever, man. I'm like, Okay, I'll go. You know, like I do a pretty good job of saying yes, you know, or giving it a shot at uh-huh. least. And um, went to the summit. Thought. All right. Well, let's see what's going on. If nothing else, it can be a kind of a side gig, and that's what it was at the time. And my first few ag reports. I mean, if nothing else, it was giving you the news of what was happening in northeast Nebraska, and it's just kind of snowballed from there. You know. Do you hmm. look
2: back at those first ones and like laugh at yourself and oh. see how much you've grown? Yeah. Or yeah, those are on camera. Yeah. Those okay. Are, those are something else. They're yeah. they're funny. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I, I didn't know.
2: know if you were like instantly amazing or oh, no, like
0: no. no I'm still I still have no clue.
2: oh <laughs> no. stop yes you do you're good
0: oh, but uh, uh, obviously what I was getting better and feeling more comfortable yeah. right and, and then a uh, few months later after doing Ag news and supplying News Channel Nebraska with Agnews, uh he Mike calls me kind of on a whim it felt like said hey I got this news station out in Grand Island and it's going to be our sports station and you played college football right yeah all right, you want to do some sports broadcasting? I need a color analyst. I'm like, once again, Mike, I don't <laughs> – I didn't go to journalism school. I have no idea. He goes, ah, that shouldn't matter. No, you're good. – I'm like, uh, well, I'll give it a shot. And I'll never forget, Brandon, I tell you this all the time or I have before. I felt so bad for Brandon because he was looking for a good color analyst. And I felt like when – Mike introduced me (laughs) to Brandon as his new color guy. I'm like, I'm sorry, man.
2: (laughs) Okay, when you say color guy, what does that mean?
3: (laughs) Well, okay, so yeah, that's how me and Andy met when when we needed a color guy for Grand Island. I had been in Columbus for two years, and like Andy said, we needed a sports station where we're going to do all sports in Grand Island or the Grand Island area, which was like four or five broadcasts a week. And what I do is I'm the play-by-play guy, the play-by-play guy. Um, I'll basically, you know, I'll be the one who says, what's happening? All right, it's first and ten. The quarterback throws it. You know, he catches it. All right, pickup of seven. Um, I kind of say what literally is happening. And then the color guy, which is, to Mike's point, you're supposed to usually be a k- former coach or a former player because you have that sort of special insight, you know, where you know and understand the game, the X's and the O's, and then you provide that color, that added context. Oh, you kind that's of break where that it down. In. Okay. you know for mm-hmm. the viewer and so they can easily digest it so i'll I'll say what literally happens then andy will go yeah you know did you see this or did you see that that's what happened and here's why yeah. that worked but you
0: know yeah defense was in the cover too obviously they just ran right up the seam between the two safeties that's why that pass was there just got the soft spot of that defense
1: look at that <laughs> <There you
0: go>. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right
2: off the cuff
1: and you know we've been doing that for about five six years now
2: so okay
1: so I think you talk about the the mastermind. You know, your guy that's putting this together. Yeah. And I think this is a, uh, I think this is a story on any kind of business. Really, what makes uh, a leader really good is at putting the right people in the right positions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they're mm-hmm. not the one that's mm-hmm. going to do all that stuff. Like he probably doesn't want to do all the things that you guys do, but he understands. I met this guy. I met this guy. (laughs) This is where he needs to go. This is where he needs Mm -hmm. to go. And I'm going to keep talking to him until he wants to do it. You know what I mean?
3: He sees it. And then also the ability to empower those people that need to do the job that, you know, Mike is super, super good at that. And, you know, for me personally, I am grateful for, you know, the opportunities that he has given me. And, you know, while it always hasn't been easy, it's turned into something that I, I really, really enjoy and am proud of seeing where we started seven, eight years ago to where News Channel Nebraska is now. And so it takes us kind of a special person. I think Andy would be in that boat, too, to sort of see it through. And, you know, those Grand Island days compared to where where we are now, like (laughs) seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and then getting to that and, you know, Mm -hmm. battling through everything, I think, is something that's...
0: Well, it's just like anything. If it's easy, mm -hmm. then everybody would do it. Sure, It's not as worthwhile, right? And, yeah, that was... And there's also something to be said... Learn as you go. Like, why are we so scared of uh, not knowing everything up front? Mm -hmm. And with with News Channel Nebraska, man, I felt like, especially in the early days, there was a lot of questions, maybe more questions than answers. Mm -hmm. But, man, you had, like you were mentioning, a few leaders at the top, and he just wasn't going to take no for an answer. He's like, no, I got this vision, and if we got to take a step back or go over here, do it. We're going to figure it out. We're going to do it. And, yeah, he allowed Brandon, he allowed me to be part of it. Uh, and yeah, it's just it's grown into this thing where now we're doing state basketball, state track. Uh, I, we what do we do? Like a double college broadcast back last Saturday, we did Doan in the morning or Carney in the morning, Wayne State at night. Yep. Like who else is doing two college games statewide broadcasts yeah. and also putting our kids, you know, our colleges on a pedestal like mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. You know.
2: Do you think this? Is there like news channel Iowa? I mean, is there something like this in other states? Have you guys heard so or collaborated or no?
3: I would I, I can't confirm confirm, but I would say ninety nine percent there is no news channel Iowa. Um, there there may be something, but other states. I mean, so so here's background too. So like your local news station is w- a network affiliate. So you know, like in Lincoln, ten eleven is a CBS affiliate. Okay, or, yes. You know, an NBC or an ABC. So what that means is those channels. You know they'll have like a, a morning newscast where they need to fill an hour, like a noon newscast, then you know a five and a six and a ten. Everything else though is network-wide programming where the the powers that be say this is what you're gonna play on your channel and this will play, and then you have these little. Windows. Law & Order, Law yeah. & Order SVU, Pockets Law & Order okay. SVU, yep. CDU, you X. know, a Law & Order. Yes.
0: X-Files. And then X you'll files. have your, <laughs>
3: your window where you get to do your locally produced news. Um, news Channel Nebraska is not network affiliated. Okay. We are independently owned, which means everything on our channel is our time, Where, which is good. It, it's awesome because we can do whatever the heck we want, but the challenge is also, holy cow, you have a lot of time you have you to have fill to every help. day. Yeah. You know, yeah. so... Um, to, to that point, you know, this had never been really done before. And that's why, you know, Mike had to go through all the legal hoops to be like, Hey, Spectrum, you need to carry our channel. And here's this court um, case that I found in California where there's precedent, which is what basically happened to get Spectrum to carry us. Um, and so this is like probably the only station in the country that operates how we operate. Um, and it, it literally came kind of just out of nowhere from Mike's vision and vision, basically yeah and, and i always joke too i'm like what we have done any other like person who used normal logic this would be like a 30-year plan like it this like this how fast we've grown and what we have done in the time that we have done it no one else would have even seen or attempted to do it to you know to mike's vision you know it, right. it's it's it truly is wild where we are year eight um from where we started and
0: yeah, he wasn't taking no for an answer. No, and, 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 and you couldn't have. And a, and a feather in our cap that I always kind of like to bring up, we're the only independent station that's picked up by, or at the time it was anyway, on uh, Dish Network. And there was a ton wow. of hoops for Mike to jump through, and he just said, okay, that's what I need to do? So he did it. That's what I need to do? So he did it. And and now, New Shell, Nebraska, if you ask for it on Dish Network, you can get it. Hmm. And and there's not another independent station like that on he's such uh, a pioneer it
2: sounds like
0: he's wild (laughs) so
1: you you mentioned uh the dish network and all that uh i think watching tv and how people consume media and visual media has changed so much and even for us in our own household just being you know regular family um you know from where we had cable and we had satellite at one point and then we got rid of that and now it's all over the internet Mm -hmm. and then YouTube started getting big, and now all these apps are coming up and all these kinds of things. We've always had an antenna because, you know, yes. there's always that. You know, you can dial into some things if you want to. So all these different ways to, to watch all this stuff on your TV in your living room or your phone or whatever, that's all become big, obviously. Where do folks find NCN, and, how like, how do you watch it? How do you consume it?
3: Well, that's a great question for me because as part of my job um, as the sports director of sports content and live events, um, <laughs> as, as I make promos every single week promoting every single one of our games. And I, what is a part of that promo is me listing on these videos that I edit how you can watch and how you can watch changes based on which provider you have and where you live in the state of Nebraska. Um, we have a really handy link on our website that says, you know, here's your channel finder. Enter in your zip code, then pick your – tell us who your provider is, and we'll tell you if we're on your channel there. Um, so it, because we're independently owned and because, you know, we're on all these different provi- providers, it's not, we're just, we're not just, Hey, we're channel 10, 11 in Lincoln, go to channel 10 or 11 and mm-hmm. you're going to pick us up. You know, I could tell you right now, if we're in Lincoln, we're on dish channel 30, we're on aloe channel 181, we're on 10 t- an antenna 27.2. And if it's on spectrum, it's 98 or 1233. So it, it literally based on where you live, y- your, your channel could change. Um, so. And provider. And your provider, yeah.
0: Who who do you get your cable through?
1: Well, that's one of the things that I'm kind of getting at. I feel Mm. like more and more people, we even talked about this last night when we were hanging out with some friends, don't have a provider, so to speak, anymore. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? That traditional provider. So then where do they go to get what you you guys are doing?
0: Well, that was one of Mike's first things, too. Like, we were on Amazon Fire, the Fire Stick, before I even knew what a Fire Stick was. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we are on Roku, and now we're on Apple TV. Okay, so there is... Yeah, there's a, so this is where okay. we get into
3: semantics, but we do have a free so you
0: know, so you can watch on our
3: website. There's a free stream if you watch on the computer. Antenna, depending on where you live, you could pick us up too. But we're on News Channel Nebraska has a free app on Dandy's point, Amazon Fire, Apple T V and Roku. The only caveat is if you're a sports fan. The sports games are blacked out on those free apps, um, and it's it has to do with contracts and rights, deals that we have with other companies. So okay. you could still watch our channel on those, but you would not get our sports oh. live events. So it just depends. Okay. But that's the best and most so, clear way to answer that so question. So with those
1: apps, because like, I'm just trying to run through our own personal scenario. Mm-hmm. So if we wanted to watch it, we have the Roku's. So mm-hmm. we could download that app. We could watch yep. the news um, stories that you guys are putting out. Mm-hmm. Can't watch sports. So if we wanted to watch the sports, what would we do? You would either subscribe
3: to our, our rights partner, which is the National Federation of High School, and you would have to do that through your computer. Okay. Um, or you would need to get DISH or Aloe or Spectrum. Okay. or Who's your local cable provider here?
1: Uh, I mean, we don't have cable, but I guess it would be... Um,
0: Windstream's around. Wind stream. Yeah, Windstream. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, Windstream.
3: I'll have to check the channel finder on yeah. that to see but it. But it
1: would be... So if you had Windstream, you'd go yeah. you'd go to the channel there.
3: And that's... I mean, yeah, that's the long and short of it. You'd have to either find a cable provider or Dish or watch it on the, one of those free apps. We are trying... So to your point of YouTube, this is still very much... We're internally trying to figure this out, but there are more and more people that are saying they only do YouTube TV. Yep. Yeah, and so we are looking into... That being a possibility, and we don't do that, but th- we we've don't. But we don't know a it. lot of people yeah. that do. Yeah, yeah it's and becoming really more enjoy more popular. it, especially yeah. with yeah. the sports and all yeah. that yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: So, and well. I think, um, and I'd imagine, based on all the things that you guys have talked about so far, that this is on the on the horizon. But you know, like it seems like everyone has an app anymore that's some kind of paid version or something. Like maybe someday that happens. Right, and it could be. I mean, I would pay for it if it's four ninety nine a month or whatever, and I can watch. All mm-hmm. the local Nebraska sports, you know, then that gets opened up. Something yeah. along those lines, maybe.
0: That's interesting because things like the Daily Wire, you know, mm-hmm. um, that are private entities, they make no bones about it. And that's the only way that they do make money. Or The main thing is just they do a $3 a month subscription uh-huh. fee. And yeah. that's how they make it work for them. Yeah. You know, they're not a big you know, NBC or something like that. Right, right. Because right.
1: I think that's what, with the stuff that you've done in the past, Andy, you know, and you'll you'll tell us, hey, I'm doing this tonight or that tonight. We want to try to watch it. Mm-hmm. We have had a little bit of a problem trying to find it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
1: hmm So, but it seems like every time I, I hear something else about you guys, like, oh, here's another way to do it now. Here's another way to do it now. So I see it growing. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And so, you know, going to your podcast with, you know, CPB for Certified Piedmontese, mm-hmm. it's, it's the same sort of thing where it's a, it's a little bit of an uphill battle because of the fact that we can't just say, oh, just go to Channel 8, wherever you are, right. in the state, whatever provider, it's always going to be here. You know, so it's always constantly educating and kind of telling everyone, you know, and pushing it out on social media. And we, you know, we use all of our radio stations to push out promos saying, hey, do you live in Carney? If this is your provider, this is your channel. Oh, if this is your provider, this is how you watch. Yeah. So we're, we're constantly trying to push out, you know, how to watch and what ways and make it as easily accessible as possible. But it, it is a little bit more difficult than just saying, here's our channel number.
1: Right, right, for sure. Um, so that's a great explanation of the company and kind of how it's been coming up and what you guys are doing. For you two specifically, what do you two spend most of your time doing together with NCN?
3: Well, us together, we're calling games uh, one to three times a week, depending on the week. But Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays are always our broadcast days, company wide. And depending on the day, we could have, you know, two or three different trucks out. But we are what you would call broadcast partners. We are calling sports yeah. pretty much nine to 10 months out of the year together football, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: basketball, a lot of baseball over the yep. summer. Yeah, Corn of Belt League.
2: Yeah. Okay. So do you guys have nicknames?
3: We. We don't, don't really. So. No. It's just yeah. Brandon yeah. and
0: Andy.
2: Yeah. Okay. No, we don't and need any... to go there. <laughs> oh. so, no. okay. So okay. we don't do
3: the nicknames. We uh, You may or may not know this. We rock the gold jackets. We have gold blazers, you know, to throw Boom. back to the whole Monday Night Football in the 1970s. Okay. okay. So that was another one of Mike's ideas as a brilliant marketing plan. You know, hey, wherever we're doing a TV game, our announcers wear these, you know, yellow jackets. And everyone associates News Channel Nebraska with that. So that's
0: yeah. our claim to fame. I mean, it's like... It's like crazy, like a fox, right? Because you know, <laughs> nobody wanted to wear that ugly yellow jacket. <laughs> but you does got... it
2: fit you, or is it like oversized? Oh, of yeah, it fits it's like great. Too big. Does <laughs> but it, it have totally the? Worked.
0: But yeah, it totally works. So like there, there's us at state basketball a year. I okay, it's, all right. It's pickleball. turned oh, into a yeah. th- it's yeah. turned yeah. into a thing. Like wherever we show up, like oh, I love those yellow jackets. Like n- no, you don't. Does but it anyway, have the shoulder
2: yeah. pads? Like it makes your shoulders uh, look bigger too? No shoulder pads. No. No. Okay, you ripped those out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that is kind
1: of fun, though, and that's smart. because yeah, it's a marketing deal. Yeah, yeah, like it's an immediate visual. Mm-hmm. Here comes the NCN guys.
0: Yeah, yep. and, and we've actually seen, I've seen it where uh, other have kind of moved to that as well, where they're using like a zany colored jacket. I'm like, ah, you're taking a page out of mm-hmm. Mike's book there, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's our thing looking that bad. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
2: So what I always think is, is it hard when if someone's yakking in your ear while you're trying to talk? I would have a hard time with that. Do you guys have the... What do you mean? Like someone so telling you what to say or right. what not to say?
0: And also with when we're doing a broadcast, there's a little bit of an echo. There's a little bit of a delay. So like when we bring someone up to put a headset on and, and get on a live broadcast yeah. with like an AD or something to talk about a school or new facilities, whatever... That's, I think, is the toughest part for them is that echo. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you also do have the producer in your ear See, talking. See, that would, and, no. And mm-hmm. That's what you're talking I, yeah, about. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. do that. That was, and for me, like, because I don't know any other way, right? Okay. But we had a pretty colorful producer our first year, right, <laughs> director. And, I mean, he was one of those no BS type of guys, you know, but he liked to have fun. He was kind of like a round the bend guy, <laughs> yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? You know? Yeah, Yeah, and so he would be using, let's call it, colorful language over the headset and hollering at me for being too loud or, you know, telling Brandon he's being too soft on this guy or, what, you know, whatever. Just And once in a while, he'd just start singing. Yeah, it's, it's yeah he several just, songs. Yeah, he just started, yeah, like why we're trying to call a game. And, and uh, you know, I'm, try- <laughs> I'm trying to cut my teeth here and figure things <laughs> out. <laughs> but I feel like being thrown in the fire in that environment— uh set me up for so much success because, like, if you could survive that in year one in your first wave of broadcast. And, and uh, I'm going to tell uh, Aaron, Aaron Trout, like, he cared. He cared mm-hmm. about the broadcast first and foremost. He really did. And it, it also kind of opened the door for me to kind of, like, grow into my own because shortly thereafter, after I kind of picked up on, okay, so this is what's happening. I would always – one point of every game that first year in basketball at Grand Allen, I would try and make Brandon and Aaron laugh. Like I wanted to say <laughs> something so ridiculous and off the wall. And if I could get them both to go, ah! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I knew I did good. You, you know what I mean? And it, it, it's tough to do because, you know, it's it's a live broadcast. So you can't yeah. say curse words and this and that. But uh, no, it it was a unique, like everything with New Channel Nebraska it was a unique experience and it, it like you had to figure it out as you go and the more you did it the better you got at it and we got into this groove where it really did turn into a like a well-oiled machine i'm not saying it was the best broadcast ever but people that watched it consumed it they enjoyed it and it wasn't bad like you're a great play-by-play guy you and you propped me up you carried me you helped me figure things out and i knew what i was watching like i yeah. know i know sports you know i just need to you know figure out how to relay that on a live broadcast.
3: Hmm. Well, and and to take what Andy's sort of saying a a step further, you know, the the producer is someone who is in the truck, and the person in the truck is communicating to all the cameras, telling them what shots he wants. He's also saying, you know, what graphics need to be played, if we have a sponsorship coming up, if we're going to commercial break. So those are the types of things that Aaron, in this case, would be communicating to us, in addition to the singing, you know, and yelling every once in a while. (laughs) Um, But, like, you know, (laughs) not not, and to Andy's point, not everything always happens smoothly. So there would be times, you know, where... You know, I have a I have a button that's called the talk back button that mutes my mic and then allows me to talk to to the producer. And if something's like going on, I could like be having full-on conversations with Aaron in between me calling games and you know, if something really bad was going on, like Andy would have to take over and start, mm-hmm. you know, talking Do for a while, more than a color, color person should talk <laughs> while I'm like on the talk back talking to the producer while we're trying to call a game. So like it it's just interesting when you you really look kind of behind the scenes what all goes into putting on a tv broadcast and kind of learning to multitask and and manage and compartmentalize and go f- from calling a three pointer to the next second you know speaking a million words a minute to Aaron really quickly so that you can fix whatever problem may or may not be happening and
0: yeah
2: and have you ever forget to hit mute um
0: i almost got in trouble once but I mean, that wasn't my fault. Th- oh. It's not about forgetting to hit mute. <laughs> just blame everybody <laughs> no, Yeah, yeah, Aaron. Yeah.
3: Well, and there is something, too, that, you know, if, if it's not set up appropriately, like the talkback, you could, like, think—and this happened a couple of times, too, like, where no, nothing bad was said. But, like, you know, you you think the talkback is set up right, and you're, you're hitting the talkback button, but sometimes it can come across— program what you're saying if the chords aren't hooked up appropriately when you get on site so there's a couple oh, of gosh. times where like i think i'm talking to the producer but it and i am but it's also you know during a commercial if we're talking people could hear my voice mm-hmm. so you know you have to get those types of things worked out too because that could be a bad scenario
0: i got caught with the hot mic once pretty game but oh, I, I wasn't that bad i was i would I wasn't NC seventeen. I was just R rated. I would say. I just R-rated. always maybe like a P- P- it was probably PG thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably just PG thirteen when you really PG thirteen. It- yeah. Okay, and to that point, for putting my
3: professor's hat on, it's if there's ever a hot mi- if no if there's ever a mic, the the rule is to just not say anything that could be so it's remotely like, that's interpreted like as bad.
1: The gun world. It's like yes, if there's a gun, it's loaded.
0: Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, no matter what, it's loaded. You know. So, yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're right, but <laughs> this was pre-game, and they were asking me to talk to him, and we've always joked back and forth, you know, from the booth down to the track. Like, we've always done that. And, that, you know, I like to lighten the mood, you know, like, guys, we're doing this to have fun. You know, and first and foremost, let's have fun. And when you're doing that, especially with guys that are kind of grouchy, it's early in the morning, whatever, you know, sometimes you got to say, you know, words that you can't say over the air, mm. you know. Yeah. And, and that's what I got caught. It yeah. was like somebody gave you a gun and like it's not
3: loaded. It's not loaded. You're like all right,
0: cool. Well, I'm not going to shoot anybody, but here, let me wave the crowd. And you <laughs> were like, you were like, oh, this trigger looks yeah. neat. Let yeah. me pull this. Yeah. Oh, I just, went, yeah, <laughs> now, but <laughs> nice. No, yeah, now, and I, I don't know if it's made me any better or whatnot, but like just in my everyday language, I. Straight up, just do not cuss as much as I used to. You know, yeah. I think that just yeah. happens throughout time, anyway. You know, for a lot of folks, a lot of folks get it gets worse. It does it get worse. Yeah, like, I think I've, I've had probably to get, gotten worse. <laughs> yeah. I've had to get better. You know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, well, yeah. Your yeah. mic but is yeah, you're
0: always proficient. on. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. so, yeah, the mic's freaking on. So what like. about
1: <laughs> on that particular topic? What what would be like the most embarrassing thing that you've ever done or what has ever happened to you on? On, I guess on the air.
3: I'm going to have to think about that because I've actually been pretty lucky with not have, which is not to say that I'm the most amazing broadcaster ever. I just. You didn't you like rip just, one I, or you something? Probably or? J- <laughs>
1: it's probably that you just don't want to remember them and you suppressed them. You him. know, that, that could he be. He probably had a couple. Give
3: me, give me a second to think. <laughs> Andy, I, you I'll, got one?
0: Well, I have one that was, you know, <laughs> right away I knew it was bad and I felt bad about it. And we were doing a Doan college game. And it was getting to be the third and fourth quarter. Game had kind of been decided. So a lot of sophomores and freshmen were entering into the game. And uh, this youngster from the opposing team, uh, freshman, came in. He was from California. And he caught the ball, and he went to go make a move, and he just got blown up. He just got blown up by this big old linebacker from Doan. And I go, oh, welcome to NIA level football, and then just cut right to break. I'm like, oh well, no, I wanted to backtrack that, you know, and you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, and and right away, didn't someone like tweet at us like, oh, what a scumbag, you yeah. know? Like, no, I didn't want to say <laughs> yeah, so, that. So. I wasn't trying to say it like that. It just yeah. it cut to break on me, yeah. you know what I mean? But yeah. we had.
1: Uh, do you remember when? got what was that? Two, three years ago when we got all those hogs. Okay. Yeah. And I think you had to taking some pictures and did some, mm-hmm. did a story about it. Yeah. Oh. It yeah. It must've had, it must've been for the agriculture thing.
0: Yeah. It was a news bit for, for the ag news. Yeah. So yeah. it was
1: at the time when, um, it, there were, the processing facilities were so full that guys were literally like throwing hogs in
0: the ditches. Like 300,000 yes. hogs in Minnesota alone were euthanized. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So a bunch of guys, we found a, a, a farm, a local farm to go and, and buy some of these hogs. Cause otherwise these guys didn't have anything to do with them. So we went there, uh, got the hogs, brought them back to my buddy's place. We got some photos. We shared the photos with you. I think mm-hmm. you might've even seen them. Um, and then you did that story Yeah. Yep. and <laughs> we, you shared it with us and we got in there, we got to looking at it. And one of my buddies started getting hell from the viewers <laughs> because yes. they were like, look at that guy. Look how sweaty he is! Like his shirt was soaked. They were yeah. like, "He's sweating all over He's that sweating meat. The meat. Yeah. <laughs> He's dripping. His yeah. face
2: is dripping on the meat. Yeah,
1: yeah." And we were like, "Dude, this isn't going to like." I think I had commented on it. I was right. like, yeah. "This isn't going to the grocery store, buddy. Right. This is going in our freezer." So, back off. Yeah, it's gonna be
0: all right. It was one of those deals where <laughs> they didn't watch or actually understand the story being told.
1: Yeah, that yeah. you
0: guys were privately doing this that footage was from your garage, I think.
1: Yeah, it was my it went, buddy's shop, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, it
0: turned into a slaughterhouse there, right. you yeah. know, <laughs> for that afternoon. Uh, and, yeah, it was not going to the local grocery store. You weren't giving it uh, to a prison or to a school or something right. like that. <laughs> right. You guys were consuming it, but, no, man, that one dude, he was fired he was up. up. He was about fired. That. And then your buddy, he's like, that son of a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got fired up on it too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that was pretty good. That
1: has been an ongoing joke ever since. <laughs> so, if we talk about like we're going to do anything, we're like, make sure the sweaty guy stays yeah. out of the picture. Get
0: sweaty McGee away from the meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: so, so, that sort of reminded me of one. And I, I wouldn't say this is super, super like, this isn't terrible. This isn't like a boom goes the dynamite type scenario. But um, it was that um, Millard North, Lincoln North Star game we did um, about two years ago for basketball when there was like four or five D1 players on the two different teams, you know, a really high profile game. You, packed house at millard north and you know Mm -hmm. we were killing the broadcast this was actually fairly recent which i don't know if is good or bad but you know i thought it was a great broadcast and it probably was and you know tons of people are tweeting out about it you know like state sports media people and stuff because it has a lot of human interest and sean callahan was tweeting about it and someone during the broadcast tweeted at Sean Callahan, is like, "Hey, we're watching. Who's the girl calling the game? She's doing a great job." <laughs> oh, and I'm, and I'm, which I was like okay, like <laughs> nothing wrong with girl broadcasters. I, I'm just not one, and <laughs> I, you're obviously referring to me. And it's so, like I didn't know if it was a joke or if he actually thought I was a girl. And but so I I, I you know during the game we I. Which isn't, you know, standard procedure, but I also operate our Twitter account and I'm tweeting out game updates while calling the game. And so I saw that and I had to block that out while calling the game, like (laughs) wonder what was going on there. But that that was... I, I that's probably the one that sticks out to me.
0: I guess. Yeah. He's had some voice coaching since. Then. I, I have. No, I uh, he know he's brand. I can tell. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so
3: <laughs> y- y- deep
0: three. I, I'm not like what you would call like a, a normal.
3: I don't have the the broadcaster voice. I actually am a singer and I'm a tenor one, which is like the high tenor. So like I sang in college and in mm. high school. So like I've had to really work to just speak in a lower register, which is still not that low, but. I guess maybe it wasn't his fault that he thought I was a girl. Maybe, you know, maybe that's just <laughs> and I don't just have how a, it goes.
0: I don't have a radio voice either. It just kind of works. Yeah, you I'm know? not like so just sure. I'm not so sure about uh, that. <laughs> you when we, do.
1: When we started this podcast, I wanted all of us to have uh, nicknames. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my first nickname for you was Radio Voice.
0: <laughs> Look at that. He, yes, right. so you do have all that right. voice. There we go. Okay, because and... you no, because like it's it's
1: like the it's like the up. Up and down of the volume and like inflection. Yeah. It's called. Yes. there you go. You it's the, vary the yes, inflection. Yes, got the yeah, inflection. I don't know what that. Is professor voice. Yeah. Yeah. You okay. got all these kinds of things. You do
0: got to do that. You know, you got to break yeah. it up. It adds yeah. a little something yeah. to
1: it. I will say though, in the little bit that we've been doing this, we're mm-hmm. I don't know thirty something episodes in now. Yeah, I don't know what six months ish something. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned a lot about this equipment, kind of how things sound, and I've always been a sound person, like a, like a key into sounds um with Brandon on here like what's coming through the mic and what I'm listening to Totally sounds like that's what should be happening. So you must have it figured hey, I'll out. I'll take it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't hear a girl voice. No, okay, but that's good. not what I'm saying.
0: Oh.
1: What I'm saying is like oh, he's the- he's keeping his level perfect. The he's great here. Yes, he, He's not exactly. eating
0: the mic, but he's right where he needs it to be. He's sounding so good. hundred percent. hundred percent. Like
1: you obviously know what you're doing. I feel like the rest of us, every time we do these things, it's like yeah. we're just freaking winged. I know. In. I'm like, yeah. oh
2: wait, I was too close. So I got to go. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah.
3: Brandon, so you totally got it. Hey, thank yeah. you. Yep. Ten years in, I'm I'm hoping I'm getting close. So, so
1: we would recommend your course.
3: Okay, right? Oh, yeah. No,
0: yeah. Yep. Down and at Lincoln, maybe,
3: maybe you guys. I have guest speakers. Maybe we bring you in. No,
0: or, mm. I'm out. Yeah. Hey, you got some ties with UNL, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah. Well, Back in the day. There we go. Back in the day. No, no I think th- I think we just opened another door here, Brandon. Okay, masterclass. And I can be your color analyst on your master class. <laughs> All right. The capstone. Capstone. Yes. Could you guys ever
2: switch? Could you do color? and no. hey. you do play by play? Oh, God. Would I, that be
3: hard? I, I could do it, but it would it, it, like it, it's not like you can't just do it. So it would be significantly worse broadcast with me being color. I mean, I, okay. I played, but like I'm so practiced and, you know, knowing how to do play-by-play that you can't just
0: hop in and just wouldn't and be it's not natural no, yeah. it wouldn't be and and yeah. to and that I've, point i've done that before too. and i'm terrible like it's it's a whole nother thing okay it, it's yeah, its, own it's, beast. it's
3: two different skill sets but also like you know talking about my andy and myself who've been doing this for six years like there's the whole synergy and the chemistry that like you um develop that you only really get from you know the reps of working with that person uh-huh. over and over again and so like the really good broadcasters can say, "All right, Andy's on vacation this week. We're bringing another color guy, and you know, I, I should, in theory, be able to still do just as good of a job, and I, I could still call the game the same. But being able to play off one another and understand when the next person is going to talk and how they're going to do it, you know, it, it's all sort of these sort of added X factors that you have to right. account for when, right, when you're two people in a booth working together.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's doing down and distance, and he's going over the clock, and he does a phenomenal job of. You know, when a pass is made or a long run, he can just rattle off like, oh, a 27-yard run. Like, I'm not watching that. I'm straight up saying, like, how did that happen? You know, what blocks happened? That's that's what I'm looking at. And I'm not tied up into the yardage and the time. And so, like, my whole mindset would have to change. And also just what I'm talking about would Uh have to change. And I've had to, you know, just in a pinch, you know, uh, do the play-by-play stuff. And I, I, can, I know, I know it's not as good, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, you had to, um,
3: Kearney, Grand Island at Kearney, girls and boys doubleheader. I got a flat on I 80 on the way there. And oh, so I now. had to get towed. I, I was about 30 miles out from Kearney. And so Andy got to call the girls' game by himself, which is, so he had to not only be play by play, but he didn't have anyone in the booth with him. So he just had to call the whole game right. mm. by himself. So at
2: that point, do you say something or you just act like it was planned?
0: I ask myself questions and it's really easy because I already know the answer. So I just kind of prop myself <laughs> up like, oh, that's a great take there, Andy. No. <laughs> no, no, but that's where our producer would be like, all right, you got, tell him the score. You know, you, know, you know, he was giving me reminders sure, of stuff yeah. that Brandon just does off cuff, you that know. That's great. Yeah.
1: Um, I think that, announcers like when you listen to sports there it it seems like everything's so serious like there's it's so structured And you guys have painted this picture like it's structured you got to do this you got to do that Mm -hmm. they're reminding you of these kinds of things but there has to be there's no way that humans live in that super serious space all the time Mm -hmm. so what is going on behind the
0: scenes (laughs) well yeah when that talkback button is <laughs> lit up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sometimes there is like a, wow, what was that ref looking at? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, like, how yeah. could that, yeah. you know, but you'd never say that on the air, uh, or like, you know, you're not going to put a coach or somebody on blast, especially in high school. Like I, mm-hmm. I have a tough time with that. Um, cause they're actually doing it. They, they're taking the time to. Mold these kids into young men, be yeah. part of it. It's not just about Saturday lights or Friday night lights. Uh, so, I, I, I kind of have a soft spot for the officials and for high school coaches and for high school athletes. Like, they're not college athletes, they're not pro athletes. So, we don't need to put them on blast for missing a block mm-hmm. or not making mm-hmm. a tackle, you know? Yep. So, like, I, and uh, that's, and it works well for me because I, I really try to be positive anyway. You know, so, like, let's focus on the positives. Let's turn that into, a, oh, what a great run, rather than, a, whoa, is was that bonehead doing? He should have made that tackle. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, I feel like where we're at in our space, it works really well because that's what people want to hear. That's what people want to see. Yeah. Anyway, like, there's enough garbage, and I'll call it that, garbage out there where we're just a quarterback in the NFL will have a bad day and we'll just pile on that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, you have no clue. Mm-hmm. Y- you have no clue what it takes to be a NFL quarterback, mm-hmm. but you can just throw a judgment out. There I've like always that. said
1: that about fans. I know I've said this to you a hundred times. Like people sitting there, like what do they call it? like arm armchair quarterback Monday, right? yeah, Monday morning quarterback. Yeah, like, they're sitting yeah, there, like saying this and that about these players. And I, that's always been my thing. Is like if if you can't do that yourself, or mm-hmm. you never never could have done that, quit yeah. talking about it, dude. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know.
0: Yeah, what gives you the right? Yeah, you know. Yeah. And, and I really – my father was a uh, basketball official, football official. He has this 25-year plaque with the NSAA for both mm-hmm. football and basketball, one of the few men to actually have both of those. Uh, so I, the one thing that I've always done, uh, and I think it's kind of unique even to our company, I'll go – every game I'll go and get the name card of the officials and I'll give them a shout-out on air. Because they deserve that. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a shortage of NSA officials, and you see why. Mm, Kids are yelling at them. Coaches are yelling at them. Fans hate the refs. All this stuff. It's like, knock it off, people. You know, if if this stays that way, we're not going to have officials. If we don't have officials, we don't have high school sports. For sure. Like, what are you bitching about? Yeah. Like, they didn't sign up to be a football official so they just wouldn't have a Friday night and to screw Grand Island over. Right, yep. We you know, played, they're not trying to do that.
1: We played a game down here Sunday, yesterday, and 6th uh, grade, 5th and 6th grade, right?
0: Yep.
1: 5th and 6th grade boys football. 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 Yeah. <clears throat> yep. There's a couple of officials in from out of town and uh, hosted the out-of-town team, and the out-of-town team was immediately like just losing their stuff. The coach was just pissed, and he's mm-hmm. yelling at him and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that ref came over to our sideline. I was running the chains, and he was like, this guy doesn't realize this is my Sunday. I don't need to be here. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's so and, th- true. and that's how exactly. that's how he was thinking. You know, he's yeah. like, I'm here trying to support the kids, and and doing it for the kids, yeah, and be a part of this. And yeah. this guy's losing his mind on something, yeah. that doesn't even make any sense. You know,
0: yeah, I mean, that's what, what your initial point, like, stop talking. You know, you're not doing yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. If you if you want to have a seat at the table. You go become a certified official. Right, right, right. You go through the rigmarole and understand what's happening here. Mm -hmm. You know, like, (laughs) and, you know, I have a unique perspective because my father was a great man, and and, and he he was always involved in youth sports, Mm -hmm. so much so to where he became an official like that. And it was all because from a very wholesome place, he wanted to be part of it. He wanted to give back to it. It's not about screwing over the visiting team. We did a broadcast, you know, I, I won't even mention the town, but right away, I mean, play one, the opposing team's uh, assistant coaches up in the crow's nest next to our broadcasting booth was all over the officials and claiming that, oh, they don't like us because we're from out of town, we're from the metro, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this son of a gun. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I, I, I was getting burned up, it you know. so much from it. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, and, and I get it. Like, I'm coming from the other side. Yeah, you know, I'm coming from the official side. Yeah,
1: you know, and we've talked, you know, we, I mean, we've talked to a couple of coaches on this podcast, you know, mm-hmm. people who do it right. Um, there's a lot of good folks out there doing the right things, but man, you get those ones, and it's just like,
0: yeah, and they're the they're the ones that kind of hang with you too. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. Johnson Hobbs is one of the coaches yeah. we had yeah. on here, mm-hmm. you know, with the Cornbelt League baseball coach. I mean, and and he's a big man. He's a deep thinker. Yeah, so he's not just thinking about the call that happened. On the field, he's thinking like, "All right, why did that official blow that call?" <laughs> you know, like he's trying what to... happened to him at two <laughs> o'clock today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but he is—he's taking it to yeah. the next level. But he's not flying off the handle, running that's out smart. there and getting that's in so his face. Smart though,
1: because I—I yeah. this is one of the things that I, I have also always said is officials, you know, referees, umpires, mm-hmm. all these people. That's what to me makes the game any of the games so mm-hmm. unique. That's why I hate. Uh, replays. Hmm. You know, where they can like the where they can reverse. reverse the calls and yeah. all that. Because I think so much of the game is that referee, that official them making that decision. In right. the moment. And and like like you just said right there. You know, Johnson Hobbs thinking, man, what did did that guy have the wrong lunch or something? And it threw off his you know <laughs> Yeah, his, I mean that like, be. <laughs> did he should he should he have had yeah. noodles instead of that shrimp salad or mm-hmm. you know whatever like because that's what influences the game and and yes sometimes unfairly sometimes not whatever but it that's how you have to play man you're dealing with people yeah it's yep. not it's not black and white yeah that's what I love about sports is sports is so much people there's so many mm-hmm. lessons to be learned mm-hmm. uh it's not it is not black and white and to me like the replay thing that that tries to make it black and white
0: yeah it, it it takes the mystique out of it a little bit mm-hmm. I, w- I would i yeah. would say you know yeah. um an obscure article that was in the one of Nebraska's more famous newspapers, the Omaha World Herald. It was in the late 90s, and it was about Dr. Tom Osborne, Coach Osborne yeah. for the Huskers. A lot of people don't know, but he has his doctorate in psychology. Mm, totally makes sense. And one of the things uh, that would drive the opposing coaches just insane was how he would always get the call. He always got calls, especially at home. Well, there was a reason behind that, and it was because for three quarters he would never yell at an official, but he would pull him off to the side and be like, "Hey, um, I think you can, might have been held on that one, but um, maybe you can get us next time that's how he would work officials, yeah, he would not yell at them. he would not get aggressive with them, but he would plant them like he would use Real time psychology. Yes. And he'd become their buddy. And that's how he would work over officials. And my God, it would come back to him tenfold. Yeah. In the fourth quarter, a guy would be three yards out of bounds, catch a pass, first and 10. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Nebraska had an edge. It really did. You know, I'm a a Cornhusker fan, but man, we got some calls. I believe. But they were earned. Like what you're saying, they were on that front, they were earned. And also, we had to success from 62 on through 2002 yeah. to also back that so yeah you had a, a genius at work as at the coach who was writing he wasn't writing officials and i, I don't even want to say he was like manipulating him. no he was he was treating him like humans
1: exactly that's it yeah, yeah. he, he yeah. knew he knew how to deal with people yeah. and there's not that's what that's the part of the game that i love you know mm-hmm. it's people dealing with people and uh there's not a person in this state or anywhere around here that knows that guy that wouldn't say he was a good dude Right, you know what I mean.
0: The the one of the coolest things that I think is all of his former players. When you ask them about Coach Osborne, they don't talk about football. They talk about what a great guy he was. Yeah, what yeah. a great mentor he was. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah, like, it's no, interesting. no, he's a yeah. football coach. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah.
1: I guess we got off a little tangent yeah. there, but that's interesting because it is in the arena that you guys deal with. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys are dealing with the coaches. You guys are dealing with the referees, the umpires, the officials. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's a pretty neat thing, so.
2: Do you guys really like each other off uh, the mic and camera?
1: Sure. I can't speak for Andy, <laughs> but
2: I
0: do. <laughs> I like Andy. I think he's a pretty swell yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. so. okay. Swell okay. guy, yeah. swell guy. No, uh, Brandon and I, I think we've, you know, we got a really good chemistry, and it was earned, once again. Like, we did, we've done a lot of games together, especially in, in year one. We are just kind of thrown into the fire there doing minimum four games a week together, basketball mm-hmm. games, yep. you know. Girls, boys, girls, boys, um, but no. To that time, a really good relationship has you know kind of blossomed and yeah. grown from that point. You know,
2: and you can tell. But I had to ask that. So. <laughs> yeah, I know you guys like each other.
3: Well, and it's kind of like to I mean, you know, like you're you're in the foxhole together. Like you know, you're 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 battling through things. You've seen some good times. You've seen some bad times. You know, and you 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 both have the same goal of well, what do we want? We want to succeed. We want to put on a good broadcast. We want to serve our viewers. And so you know, we're aligned in what we're trying to do. And we also enjoy what we do. And so it makes a good team when everything is all on the up and up and we're working towards the same goal Mm so yeah 100% and when you're nice guys I yeah. actually met his mom and dad this weekend. That was nice at uh yeah, I went to Jared's tail- tailgate. Yeah, and I went
0: to a tailgate that I didn't even go to. Nice. Oh. She's what's up like, with that? Right. Marge, right? Marge? Yeah. So like, oh invited my God. you. Yeah,
3: they well Andy <laughs> okay. invited. See, that's how nice of a guy he is. He invited me to his brother's tailgate, even though he wouldn't be there, and then I was walking around and Marge, Oh my gosh, it's Andy's broadcast partner. Aww. And he waved me down <laughs> and I talked to Marge <laughs> and Neil and I think we May or may not have planned a trip up to Lynch at some point. Emily All right, was there, and we there talked we go. about going You'd to go.
0: hang out in Lynch. So do some bass fishing, yes. maybe maybe a little pheasant hunting or something. There, there we go. go. Show me how to that do it. Fun. Yeah. I can catch your bass. The hunting part, I'll Ben's need. Ben's been pheasant hunting up there. I have. Yeah. Right.
1: yeah, it was fun. That we had a great time. time. Yeah. Come on up. And also at that, was that the same tailgate that they spotted the Common Folk t-shirt?
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, one of my brother's good buddies neighbor just wearing a Common Folk t-shirt. Pretty right awesome. on man. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Okay. Yeah. Let's go.
1: <laughs> cool. Cool. Well man, this has been fun guys. I don't know if you got is there anything else to add.
3: I don't know do we, is there any do we have any other stories to share? Any other is zingers? That just kind of I mean that's uh, it in a nutshell.
0: Yeah. I I could dig it up on my phone real quick the <laughs> the one drop from a broadcast. It wasn't either of us, but oh. I think it might be one of the funniest oh, drops oh, yes, ever yes. ever to be put out on a broadcast. It Never. was an
3: independent contractor announcer.
0: So it wasn't uh, one of us. but it, mm. it was not. What do you mean drop? So the, like little cuts. Okay. You know.
2: But he said something he
0: shouldn't have. Well, I wouldn't even say that. It just, you know, words have different meanings. Oh, You know, and you yes. can take it one way or another, you know.
2: And he, and he said something, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't even want to say he said something wrong. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't throw my I mean, if your clear. mind's in the gutter, then. <laughs> exactly. That's on you. Okay, then yeah. that's on you. That's, yeah, that sh- is on you. He didn't say it. You're just thinking it. All right, so I think I can. And this is, I think, this
3: is probably four or five years ago. Yeah. This is, this is like way back in the, in okay, the good you got old it? days. Yeah. You're
2: going to play it. Should we do it? Yeah. Do it. Yeah. All right. <laughs>
3: So, so, so the laughing was our producer. So oh he like he God. took a video of it and sent us that video. So like the laughing wasn't coming across program, but that is what the announcer did say.
0: Well, and and what in what he was talking too. about was the the pass rush. You know, these defensive ends and linebackers were getting to the quarterback, and they were. They were up in his face, they're, you know. They're rushing him pretty yeah, hard. you they were. know. He his just face. got he just got caught up in some words there, and he, he said something that was inadvertently hilarious. Oh, oh yeah. gosh! <laughs> and the
3: point is, it is not easy there to do, do what me and Andy That's do. That's how you wrap it it up. It's hard. so, yeah.
0: so, so
1: hard. Yeah, got to watch those words. Pat you ourselves do. on the back. Yeah. But yeah. So
2: for the movie Anchorman, so obviously they spice it up for a movie, but some of that stuff is probably real. I mean, funny.
0: You, off-camera. Yes. Here, Here's what I always Ad-lib. Say. You know how like in all those movies where it's just chaos behind the scenes yes. and like in the newsroom where they're just the, – the office is crazy and papers are flying yeah. everywhere? That really is how it is. Okay. Like it, there's there's a level of chaos.
2: Because you're about to go on. Oh, my God. Well,
0: uh, and it has to happen. It, it's live. That's an element to it. And there's – and for News Channel Nebraska, I mean we're trying to deliver news – you know, from the east side to the west side, north south, like mm-hmm. all these things have to come together for you know the the a block, the B block, you know the, the certain parts of the broadcast, and with that inadvertently is gonna be a little bit
3: of chaos,
2: okay, okay, mm-hmm.
3: yes, you have to be able to manage your emotions and like stay calm and cool under pressure at all times, like because like things will go wrong, and like how you react to how things go wrong can have a really big impact on everything else
0: real quick before we sign off here (laughs) before we sign off one of our i would call it rougher broadcasts and i don't even remember what broadcast it was but it was it was a football game and everything that could go wrong did go wrong right and and you and i were stressed and and you you you're you were messing over here so i would have to cover for this and that and do a little more talking than what i probably should have been doing but you know situation called for it, right and uh but it it was a good game and I'm driving home, and my dad called me, and he's like, oh, wow, what a great game, guys. That was just – you guys did spectacular, this and that. And, I, and and my feeling was, you know, I was down in the dumps. I mm-hmm. was thinking, God, man, we really dropped the ball on that one. You know, and the, the truck this, Brandon and I that. And, no, to the viewer, we still put on a pretty good – They didn't know. They did not know. Good. So, so you did your there job. There you go. Okay. There you go. Cheers to that. Mike would be
3: proud.
1: He would yes,
0: be. Yes,
2: yes. Well, this was enlightening. Thanks for
1: coming. Yeah, it was. I'm glad. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. So let's close it out with uh, just a reminder um, at the CPBeef.com. Hey, that's the official, right? They are. They
3: are the official high school beef of high school sports. Nice. The official beef of high school sports on News Channel oh. Nebraska and our starting lineup sponsor. So cool. really like those guys. Yeah. And they. I think we talked about it. They sent us all some steak, and some yep. hamburger that all of our announcers get a sample, and we get to talk about it every broadcast about how awesome it is. So And you have mm. not been disappointed. It even led to Andy threatening to punch me during one of our endorsements there on the go.
0: air. Thought he was threatening on putting ketchup on one of the steaks. Ooh, yeah. He <laughs> probably did I said of, I said of, No, he, I, he projected. I said, he said,
3: I'm a Mahomes fan. You probably would, would know, would you put ketchup on your steak? And I said, of course not, Andy. I that's would a, not uh, put ketchup on my steak. A, you were you
0: alluding to it, and I said I will open <laughs> hand slap you. <laughs> no ketchup, but no ketchup. Heinz fifty seven, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe go, maybe a little, little butter, maybe a little, little ranch. Yeah, it, it's it's good meat. So, but the guys the... gave yeah, so, us a code. Yeah, yeah.
1: so cpbeef.com. dot uh, The code is farm focused twenty five focused spelled F O C U S E D. That's going to get you twenty five percent off their website cpbeef.com. That's the certified Piedmontese beef.
0: There you go. Yes, it is. 150 and it's or special. more free yeah. shipping. It's yep.
1: different. The fact is it's different. Uh, yeah.
0: It's a lean cut of beef. Yeah. It, it is it's something different.
1: Yep, it's different. Um and we <clears throat> we just got done recording with them earlier, so we are definitely looking forward to trying it in our home yeah. our own home as Can't well. Wait. So yep and then uh, last thing Wherever you are listening, um, especially on Apple Podcasts, you can go in and do a mm-hmm. review. On all the rest of them, you can do the uh, ratings, the five-star ratings. Uh, but if you take the time to go ahead and do one of those, shoot me an email, ben at farmfocused.com. Let me know you did that review, and we will send you a shirt or a hat. Just let us know what size you wear.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, so so free swag on that front, but also that, that really helps the podcast so much You know, because um, then – Once those reviews start coming in, that's when these platforms really start to help it out. Uh, It's been phenomenal how we've been able to grow without a lot of that help. Yeah. You know, but once those start pouring in, it it really hits another gear. So any help would be greatly appreciated. For sure. And we've
1: received a number of reviews so far. It's super cool to see. It's fun to read uh, that people are actually taking the time to listen and, and they're having a good time with us. So. Uh, right, and it's stuff. not
2: just local folks. I mean, we're no, all it's over. all over. It. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's not just Nebraska, but...
1: Cool. All right. So, Brandon, thanks for coming, man. Thank uh, you. It was a pleasure. Good speaking with you. Sounds like you guys have a lot of fun. Looking forward to listening to some more broadcasts.
0: <laughs> Got three games this week. I was going to say, we do. A couple yeah. high school games, Thursday night, Friday night football, and college football on Saturday. Yep. Nice.
1: Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, if nothing else, let's close it out, huh?
2: All right. Peace.
1: Later. So, up.